Yo, nigga, don't be inviting me to no more podcasts when you boot me out of the podcast, nigga. I never booted you no podcast. Why would I boot you out the podcast? Nigga, I'm over there. I was lit yesterday. It was funny because I don't remember if I was on topic or off topic, whatever the case is. You were nigga, doing great. I was, yo, I was, you was doing great. Yo, what, yo, up, yo. what up, guys? What up? What up? I'm so tired of Nigga, I don't be Nigga, I went to I boot nobody. Why would I boot you? I wouldn't boot you. I didn't boot you. I'm talking and out of nowhere. Hey, who got the bagel? Yo, out of nowhere, I'm talking and then boom, I'm gone. I didn't boot you because I, I, I laugh at you. I play game over. I didn't boot you. Uh, We're talking about. What up, what up, what up? Oh, yeah. I to you ain't know you had on 34 and a half. I got my cousin. I'm so tired of my other cousin, Mr. Ana, please, right on the porch. This is a gangster service announcement. We talk today's topic we're talking about is a repeat of yesterday's topic, but we're doing the expansion on that. Um, is there a conspiracy against the uh African American celebrity? No. Now, I can't even get uh, involved with this conversation because I'm at work, but if you late after three, I'm tuned back in, yo. So what the fuck did you even pick up for, son? I guess that's why I'm a boot. I was gonna boot you. <laughs> <laughs> because I paid I paid a thousand dollars for two phones, nigga. And if I choose to answer this motherfucker how I want to, I do what I want, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> right, Let me get up. Well, my, in my opinion, I do believe to a, to some sort of degree, they do want to vilify you if they have the opportunity to. You present the opportunity, you will become the villain. We was just talking about... I mean, well... And I was talking to my um my Spanish friend. He's Mexican. He said in Mexico, there is no age of consent. He, and, um, I did research in China. The age of consent is thirteen. Well, of, of I'm just saying, a lot of other countries and cultures is different. That's why a lot of Latinos, especially Mexican, that come here, wind up in jail for that very same thing. Um, that is a very common thing I see. Is that um, a lot of Latinos uh, do find themselves in that situation here because yes, that is on that is an American law, Western ideology on age, on what's consensual for age. Um, here, like in the South and uh, up north, the further you go up north, the higher the age is. So, like in New York, is eighteen. Um, in the South, is sixteen is consensual. So. That's that was you know that's the state saying you know I guess in, in the south more older people want to be able to sleep with younger people in the north they find that less you know less desirable so laws the law can be interpreted based on your location it's not based on one place it's based on location and what the people in that area believe to be believe to be right. And so if you like a certain thing, like a, you know, like say if you do like underage, then you need to move to a country where that's, that's acceptable. 
we can't come to another country and want them to change when the masses agree that that this is what the age should be. I'm saying I'm just I just always use that to bring up the argument. Is there a difference between rape and manipulation, and and should we be mixing the two? And should we allow the government? Because you said the masses decided this. Did the masses decide this? Yes. All the masses. Uh, yes. When did you decide this? When, when did you do the vote, Ty? Huh? Every time I'm, I'm so Tyrell. I voted. I voted this last um, primary. And you and you voted for these rules that we have, and these are the rules you exactly want. So you're telling me that every law right now is a law that you want? I voted for my leaders to uphold the rules, and I voted for those leaders I believe. No, I'm asking you a question. They're gonna do the stuff I want them to do. No, I'm asking you a question. Is every law a law that you want right now? There's no laws that you would change. Of course, there's laws that I would change. That's why I voted for the new people I wanted in. No, but then my point of that is then we then that means that we didn't decide on those laws. We didn't decide if you don't if there's laws right now that you before I ever was before I ever was able to vote. Thank you. Because the people at that time agreed that that's what needed to happen. Because children So how could those people tell because children How could those people be taken advantage of? There was a time when there was children were being overworked, wasn't allowed to go to school. That was right here in this country. I know. Being raped and, and, and uh, sold off like property. That's why these laws, every law are, is in place because there was some sort of abuse or atrocity at some point in time. They don't just come up with these laws and say, oh, let's make a law for ladders. Ladders can't be uh, two inches tall. No, they created a law because something had to have happened for them to create the law. Every law is not proactive. It's more or less reactive to something that was going on. But is that fair? Is what fair? That the law had to be reactive to some to something that was going on, to some sort of abuse? No, because isn't sometimes the most important thing about anything that happens circumstance? Yeah, that's circumstance what circumstance, and determines, circumstance determines how much time you're going to get. Not always. To, to a large degree. If a person is stealing out of a store... They're less like they're less likely to get less time than a person who's stealing billions of dollars. The person who's stealing out of store probably is poor and need to be stealing. The person who's stealing a billion dollars is already rich. And they'll get less time. Depends. So when you say the circumstance didn't affect that case at all? Yeah. Circumstances did affect that case. Well, you know what I mean. Not in the <laughs> sense of First of all, the, you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I love it. That's why you on the show, you motherfucker. I, I know what you mean. I'm not saying you're wrong, but, I, but you get what I'm saying, fake. We know what I meant. You saying that the circumstance, what they, what they did, who gets to which time is better, you know, is worse, better, but that's interpretation, right? 
Of course, the way this country was built, the poor always gets the shit into the shaft. That's how it is. Poor is always gonna get the shit into the shaft. That's just how it is, my man. Oh, we was just, I don't want to, am I allowed, I know we was talking off the record, can I, but can I quote something we said on the phone earlier? Sure. I can? Go right ahead. Um, we was talking about how we need, people need to build their own schools and build their own systems. How long, when you say the poor, is it, wasn't it people that was poor supposedly that made it? Why haven't those people reinvested back in those? In those? Supposed to be what? We have people, Oprah. Oh, you talk about how many Oprah schools do we have in America? They talk about the money she has built in Africa. How many Oprah schools do we have in America? Oh, you talking about that was that was uh, poor and became rich? Yeah, supposedly. Yeah, I don't know why they don't do that. I don't know why they don't reinvest. I've been wondering that myself. It's like am I, I'm saying myself is like, am I the only one that got these magical magical thoughts in my head or something? Or is there, or is there a bigger picture? Is there an Illuminati or something? I were, you know, pulling the strings like everybody keeps trying to say. That won't allow that to happen. Where you can't invest back in your comp- in your community. Yeah, the moment you make it and you like, you know what, I'm about to do this. I'm about to go ahead and change everything. Somebody come and say, yeah, we're going to put your ass in a body bag. What? <laughs> what about the burgers? <laughs> You're like, what do you mean? But I just want to just, you know, just help change the world. Fuck that. Go sit your ass down somewhere. But I have enough money to do it. No. I figured it out. Yeah. If I'm making a million dollars a day, I can give a thousand to a thousand people to eat a thousand burgers at least. They probably come out of nowhere and be like, what? You think you're special? You think you're the only one that had this bright idea? It ain't happened for a reason. <laughs> we will kill you and your whole family. <laughs> Martyred it and y'all be a damn martyr. Niggas that think you got killed in the drive, they don't even know why you got killed. Pump you up with all kind of drugs and shit and be saying that you was an addict and ruin your name. Everybody saying you was crazy. You know what's crazy? I laugh drink, I play game over. You know who XX is he on is? Yeah, I know. He started this thing called the Helping Hand Challenge. And it was said that Drake fake copied his, his whole idea for the God's Plan video, you feel me? Uh-huh. And because he was so idea was he was giving mad shit away, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So when you think about that, like the reality of that, he was also trying to give back. He got murdered. Trying to connect that at all. Only thing is he got murdered. How did they know he was there? Probably got fed that information by somebody, by, by underground CIA. Well, they not, they got to you know, what I mean? it should be a joke because you don't even know. It should be different. I know he, since he, you know, his whole situation, if he fought back what he did for that damn little chain or whatever money that they took from him, he fought back. That made him a fool, a dead fool. I'm like, ain't no you ever, been robbed, you ever been robbed before? Huh? 
ever been robbed before? You don't know what it's like to be robbed. You don't, don't talk about shit you don't know about. All right? It's different. Are you talking to me? Yeah, nigga. Talk to you. So you 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 think I've never been robbed before? Nigga, you don't know what it's like, nigga. You don't live that life. You don't know what it's like, nigga. Okay, right. I ain't, look, I ain't even going, I ain't going to flex on your podcast and talk about my past. They ain't got no past, nigga. That's why you ain't going to talk about it. <laughs> you know what it, look, see, I'm too old to be provoked. <laughs> <laughs> All I can do is laugh. If you had a past, you would talk about the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like the niggas in jail. What nigga? What? I was robbing motherfuckers. I was out here in these streets killing niggas. I, I got no thousand dollars. You like, word? Oh yeah, thank you for letting me know that. You're about to make me a phone call right now. You ain't never tap nothing. You ain't never tap a titty, a nipple on a titty. I ain't acting tough in this motherfucker jail cell. No, you wasn't like that in the streets. Nigga, what, tell everything. What, nigga? I tell you where the bodies was buried in, nigga. <laughs> My nigga just checked on them yesterday. They still there. <laughs> oh, word. I call him right now. Oh, yeah, right now. I call him right now. Put you around the phone with him. Cuz, ain't this nigga. Tell this nigga how many niggas we killed together. Nah, do you think we. You think we <laughs> When the recording's phone. Look, that's a joke you can use for your stand-up right now. Right you could, you heard? Yeah. You can use that for sure. Like, yo, you know, if you be like, yo, you know why? Like, you be like, look, I was facing, I was facing three years. You know why I got out in six months? Because niggas are stupid. Now, fuck no. <laughs> no. It's a joke. Fuck. It ain't real. It's a joke. No, I'm not joking about being a snitch. No. <laughs> That's funny, though. No, it's not. It's funny because there's truth to it, even though it's not true. No, I never snitched on anybody. <laughs> so there's no truth to it at all. Well, Niggas can, offer can, me Instead of saying you did it, you can say you seen him, seen somebody else do it. Well, I can say I seen people get out of jail like that. Yeah, I'd be like, yo, you know, the, you know, why I got, you know why I made it out of jail? Because I didn't, I'm gonna be like, yo, I'm gonna give you a chance. I'm gonna tell you how to survive in jail. First of all, don't say shit to nobody. Everybody's trying to jump on your case. I know what you're thinking. Oh, I got a little speeding ticket. That speeding ticket to turn to a murder. You're trying to sound tough in there. You think, oh, I'm just gonna lie to this nigga and tell him some shit? Or you actually do tell him some shit? You are fucked up. I done seen so many people make the mistake. <laughs> and then, boom, and you can set it up. Yeah. But no, I'm not gonna, I can't. You watch niggas playing cars and niggas just provoke them and tell them his whole thing. Tell story. Tell him his whole life story. Nigga can slam them cars, but you ain't never slammed nobody. What? <laughs> <laughs> what, nigga? I've been slamming motherfuckers since I was born, nigga. Yeah, I know. Some of us do it, some of us don't, though. Some of us good at playing cards. Some of us good at killing niggas. <laughs> Yo, the craziest part is, as I'm saying this conversation, I realize I'll be looking at this. Like, why is he talking? 
But to a dumb nigga that think that shit is gangster, they respect all of that. It's like, nigga, what? <laughs> like, all of us think about killing niggas. Murder on my mind. <laughs> yeah, they do. You know what's why I'm laughing because I done seen it firsthand. These niggas, even nigga, come up over oh, to me it. about his life. Nigga, the, oh, you nigga, seen it firsthand? Nigga, you seen it firsthand? Come up to me, wolfing. Okay, yeah, I guess it is more firsthand for you because you are the police in a sense. So why would he be telling you? That's the funny part. Yeah. Yeah, that's the funny part. I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. I thought, I, you know what? I was, wait, let me say this. I was about to try to pull a G card on you. Like, nigga, I've been in jail. You ain't seen it firsthand more than me. But now when I think about it, Angel, you are the actual police. So why would a person be telling you anything related to a crowd? Because I done provoked them niggas into, into telling me. <laughs> you can give a nigga a okay? Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> nigga that gave you the information for the case. Yo, Listen, be child, we are not that type of family. Think, see that? I don't give a fuck. Nobody said my cousin. Some of y'all niggas could have got so much time because y'all so stupid. Y'all done sat there and told him he could have put y'all down. But he just trying to do his regular job. He ain't trying to do nothing too much to get y'all niggas. You know what I'm saying? That's the bust me job. I don't go out my way because for what? I remember I told the nigga, I said, look, you a check off, nigga. You, you in here because you scared to be in regular population. Let's be serious. Oh, you a devil. Right? Nigga gonna say to me, he gonna say to me, what? I'm not no fucking check off. I run this. I'm the pod books. Oh, really? Is that not the guy that had a a, a fatal incident? Yes. <laughs> I said, so you the so you the boss? Oh, okay. I said, then why are you doing all this talking and fronting for me? Like you ain't got a front for me. Yeah. Then like, then I forgot all about it. I ain't see this nigga for like two weeks. I come back into that same unit. Nigga gonna be also like. Hey, nigga gonna say, uh, what'd he say? Um, yeah, I remember you had said I was a check off that last time. I'm like, you still thinking about that shit? I thought he was still alive. Yeah, he was still alive. <laughs> that's when he that's when he said that to me like you know he came up he like he had been thinking about what me calling him a check off all that time <laughs> I was like Yo, I don't want to talk about that story no more because I'm ready to erase the I don't like the way that story sounds <laughs> like he had been thinking about it like maybe I caused some sort of level of depression <laughs> I don't know no 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 we are not them people. We don't have to do that for content. We're gonna just uh let's switch the let's switch the time. Did you see the thing where uh, Kelly Wee was crying? Yeah, I seen it. They've been memeing it. And you know what that that's another thing I wanna talk about too. Alright. So they wanna be insensitive to R. Kelly and the girls, right? Crying. Yeah, fuck them. And, and yeah, you wanna be insensitive to that because they're not telling the narrative that you want them to tell. Right? Yeah. But let it be a Me Too movement or something like that. And you want people to be sensitive to everybody else's plights. It's like, okay. what, is sensitivity is sensitivity selective? I think for me it is, but 
I mean, I'm just for, us, ask- for us, for us, it's like you know me. I'm not that sensitive to nobody's plight. I'm not sensitive to R. Kelly's plight or the girl's plight. To be honest, I mean, yes, but I'm no. not sensitive to nobody. I am a little bit sensitive. I feel like because in my mind, I feel like in the I was talking. I was talking about this yesterday. And the and the way they make like you said it earlier when you talking about the joke, they going back in the past on people, and then it makes you think about your own past. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You start to question your own past. What have I done? And then you feel then you I guess feel some level of guilt or yeah, like, you I'm know. Like, you start, Damn, I done slapped the they, ass into a ran when I was a kid. Could they? Could they? Yeah, I just, me? Yeah, and it's like I feel like I also I don't care what nobody says. I do not allow the government to, you know, the same government that wasn't, you know, same government that says slavery was legal to tell me what's legal and what's not legal and what should be right and what's not right and what's wrong and what's not they're wrong. Still I, they're like, still telling you and if you whether, regardless whether you like it or not, can I just, can lock your ass. No, let me know. No, I'm just, well, no, I, can, I understand what you're saying, but I can still not, I can still not allow them to make, um, help me formulate my opinion on a person or a subject. Oh. I can formulate my own Huh? Yeah, you can have your own opinion, but regardless, they can come get you whenever they want. Oh no, no, I'm not, and I'm not gonna go rape no little kids. But I'm saying <laughs> I'm not gonna go. I don't want no little kids. I don't want nobody under eighteen. I don't want to teach nobody shit. I barely want somebody that's eighteen. Really, I don't. I don't know what I. You know what I mean? I think at twenty one, she had to be bad. You know what I'm saying? I seen a bitch that was twenty two. I was talking to one time. She was cool. She was looking good. I ain't gonna say I wasn't fucked up, whatever. But she was twenty two years old. But no little ass kid. No, nah, I don't got no time for that shit. But either way. I'm gonna say this to you that when I said, like my like the, my cousin said before, and he lives in Mexico where they don't have the. I feel like this, where if a person is a teenager, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, you said a person is a teenager. A person is a teenager, and I feel like when a person is a teenager, that if you, I made decisions. All right, let me go. Let me just start from the beginning. I myself was molested, right? You was? Yes, I was. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, by uh, by two women. Oh yeah. And, and by a man, by- but. And by a man? And by a man, but I wasn't penetrated. Oh, you, what, you had oral sex done by a man? No, I didn't have him done by a man. I was, I didn't have oral sex done by a man. He showed me his penis, and I feel like so a you, person showing me. So, you gotta be clear when you say a man molested you. You gotta be clear about what happened. I don't want to sound like He showed me his penis, and I feel so like. So, technically, he didn't molest you. You just seen a man's penis. And I feel like nobody showed did it to me. Did he fondle you while he was? Did he fondle? No, you? he didn't touch me. But I wouldn't want a man showing my son his penis the way he did it. I wouldn't want that happening to so my son. That's groping? why I think. Was he groping himself while he did this, like in a sexual manner? No, no. <laughs> I, I feel like I need clarification on what happened with you and this man. All right, this guy said he wanted to have a, a dick contest to see who had the biggest dicks. I mean, okay. We did that when we were kids. We cousins. We did that. That's what I'm referring to. I feel like that Rob shouldn't have said that. <laughs> that 
Oh, so you referring to me? <laughs> Not you. I'm referring to him. I feel like he shouldn't have said that. He was the eldest person. He was older than us. He didn't say that. We said that. We didn't say that's a dick contest. We didn't initiate that. That was him. Yes, we did. Even if we did initiate it, he's the grown-up. He's supposed to say... He participated, but we initiated. You don't get what I'm trying to say? That, all right, right now, if your son, you have a son, you have two sons now, right? If somebody his age to your son, as far as the, the age distance, right? Hat was around your sons, and your sons came up with that idea. Would you feel? Would you not want him to a be the person in the position to go? Nah, this is not something we need to be doing. This is not regular shit. Y'all don't need to do this. That shit is, that's not even something that's going to happen. Don't even worry about that. Yeah, that's still, still not molestation though. Showing somebody your penis is molestation. They say nowadays you didn't. You don't be listening. No, that's not molestation. Yes, it is. If you whip your dick out on somebody, it's not right. It's still not molestation. It's that's flashing. Oh my god. Okay, so I guess I wasn't molested by a guy. I just want to make I want to overplay it, I guess. <laughs> yes, you did. I was looking for sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> you like I was there too. You retarded. You like I was there too, although we was molested. Because, look, the definition of molestation, the action of pestering or harassing someone in an aggressive or uh, persistent manner. He didn't. I remember him making it up. You're saying he didn't make it up, but I feel like he did. We did that. I remember it was us. We was kids. He he participated, which was wrong. He should have been like, come on, stop being stupid. You know what I mean? So I couldn't agree for y'all to that, but a lot of the games we came up with was games we came up with. But he participated. But like you said, shit, I, I think I was eight, and you might have been what ten. I'm I'm even two to three years older than you, depending on what time of year it is. Like I'm 35 right now, and you're 33, right? This was uh, this was uh, when I lived in um, Hillcrest in in Peekskill. Yeah. You know what I mean? He participated, but it wasn't like just that he participated in. He participated in every activity we ever had. I feel like that was inappropriate. Light tag, dark, you know, night tag, manhunt. Yeah. Yeah, he's talking about uh, Rob. Mentally, he was still, yeah, mentally, he was not normal. Is that on, is on the phone now? Yeah. Tell us a bless. Tell a jump on the podcast. So. Auntie. I walked away from her. I knew I need to get my jacket. I'm taking her to the airport. You still haven't told her I said, no, you the devil, God. Hmm? <laughs> Auntie, tell her I said I was on the phone the whole time. No, you wasn't. Your phone cut out. When? A while back. You're lying. I'm not lying. No lies. No games. No games, no lies. And that's when you said it when my phone cut out that one time. Yep. <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> 
Out of all the times you could have said it, that one time is when you did say it. Let go. No, I'll get you in a couple seconds, girl. Oh. Here comes the red. But yeah, so you, you think there is a conspiracy? Yeah. What I was saying was we gotta make sure people we got we gotta make our own decisions on what's right and what's wrong. And also I feel like people need to take responsibility for their decisions they make. I I got one interview I watched with a lady who even though she said she was fifteen years old, she was you know what I mean, going took a cab to his hotel room, her and a friend. She got like vetted by by a security guard who told her just pull a dress up. She had mad opportunities to leave this, the situation. You know what I mean? And it's hard for me to feel like that's a complete rape. I don't know how to explain it to you. Well, it's not called rape. It's called uh, statutory. Statutory meaning the statute of age limit. So it's not complete rape. No. Meaning that it was consensual, but it wasn't age consensual. Yeah. And I feel like that, you know, that's bad decision making on everyone's part. She, she, I think, I think that if the woman part, if the woman willingly participates, she should get to her too. So girl or not, your, daughter, she, your daughter's thirteen, right? Yeah. If she willingly participates, you cool with it? No, I'm saying she should go to jail too. So your daughter should go to jail too. Anybody who willingly does stuff like that, they would deter people. It would deter the kid too. It would deter every. You don't get if, if, if the kid was capable of making the kid is not kid. Yeah, that's the thing. The kid, then it wouldn't be a law. They're saying that a child is not capable of making that decision. That's what the statute says. That they are incapable of making a decision of that magnitude because they cannot determine gravity of what's happening. So therefore, we are going to allow the adult to make the decision by not dealing with children who cannot make the decision. They're saying that based on psychology and studies, a child under 17 is not capable of making a good decision in that capacity. But in various states, that is 16 and it goes younger than that in other locations too. But here it is. Out of school, the amount of rights. 18, you develop, you get a few more. But under that age, it's saying that that child psychologically is not capable of making a good decision. Do you think a 16-year-old so is capable of making the decision to sleep with a 36-year-old? You think it's right for a 16-year-old to sleep with a 36-year-old? I don't think neither one is right. I don't think it's right. I think, and that's what I'm just trying to say, that if it's wrong, it's wrong. But I don't think that as the state, they should be the ones to decide. It should be if the family hasn't a problem with what happened. I do believe in Sharia laws in no sense where they should be the ones to handle it. That's just my, my, my viewpoint. Though. You think that was said again? I believe that, I don't believe that people of high ages should be having sex with people of young ages. I am against that as in a, in a whole thing. I've never been a person to do that. I don't like to participate in stuff like that. That's not my game. That's not what I'm into. With that being said, I do not believe the government because 
of the fact that I do know that in some states the age of consent goes lower and lower. In Mexico, there is no age of consent. The lowest, in China, the there is, is the lowest age of consent is sixteen. That's period. That's period. So in America. Are you what we you said in state. America? We're living in America. We're not going to deal with foreign countries because we don't live there, and we don't have the but same I mean, culture and the same laws. If you look at Mexico and you look at them having sex with young girls, they marry them. They don't just fuck them and fuck their life up, give them a bunch of kids, and treat them like a, like like bodies. They marry them. They become their wives. If we're going to deal with culture, when you look at India, when you look at all those third world countries, they don't just fuck these little girls and send them off. You know, with a wet ass, they actually marry them, take responsibility for them. They actually take care of their families in a lot of cases, give their fathers and mothers dowries for them. So if we're gonna deal with culture, then let's deal with the whole kit and caboodle. They not just fucking these little girls and sending them home with a wet ass in confusion when they see them with the next little girl the next day, the way most black men. Do. I mean, well, well I, 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 I took something as precious as they while I, while, I, while I can't deny you, while I, while I can't deny, which is, I'm not denying anything you're saying. I'm saying that we, we both agree that in those societies, that is acceptable. And even though I agree that we live in America, I just myself don't allow just the fact I live here to decide what is morally right or what is morally wrong. If in other countries, people are, like you said, doing it correctly and they're doing things where they're not well they're living their life and people are making their own decisions and not being bothered by the government but, even, but things even, are just working even, yeah but even in those scenarios the girls themselves are not making those decisions their parents are making those decisions they have chosen these men based on their dowry size of their dowry their families their backgrounds they're making the decisions for these kids in these countries they have arranged marriages so therefore the child still ain't capable of they deemed her still incapable of making that decision on her own. This is why the parents make those decisions. The father or the man comes to the parents and negotiate for their daughter and basically and that's what I was promises as to how the treatment of their daughter is going to be. So she's and if something will happen to someone, huh? and if something will happen to someone's daughter in any other sense, that family would then go handle it, right? I didn't hear you say it again. And then Sharia law would say if someone's done something to someone's daughter that they would go handle it. Who said that? He must be talking that's, about that's Middle Eastern Sharia law. Oh, well, the Sharia law Middle Eastern says if you fuck my daughter prior to marrying her, I'm going to cut your fucking head off. So that's even goes yeah. to show you that they're not going to hold their daughter yeah. responsible. They're going to chop your head off. I don't, I feel, I don't believe that, the, I don't believe in the government's system of criminal justice i know that it is slavery it is the 13th amendment system anywhere right you don't believe when it comes to criminal justice no in the criminal justice i believe that criminal justice needs to be reformed are you talking about here or are you talking about everywhere i mean on a global stance but obviously i would want to fix it here because i live here first and it does need to be reformed because we all can agree that the criminal justice system definitely has its challenges to say that that we're not going to have no law at all it's just I didn't, no 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 i didn't believe in anarchy i didn't say that i didn't i didn't uh, uh, preach a thing of anarchy i just said that i don't believe in the system in the sense that it is I so mean, i believe that yeah i mean i don't think i don't think you're gonna get no black person in america to disagree with that statement in that blanket statement we all know reform is needed <laughs> But we but we to. still gotta have something, you know, in place. And and the reality, right, and I, 
and the reality and I, is that children, you know, I believe there's only two victims. One are children, and the other one is the one that get busted upside their head. I don't think victims have choices. Now, if a child is above 16 or whatever that legal age is, and she make a bad choice, then I would have to say that I'm, I'm not going to say I think we should go to jail anyway. No, but if she is under the legal age to make that choice, and they have deemed her incapable of making that choice, and he should get punished to the fullest extent of the law. Period. Once she's of a, of age, and the, the government or whoever the psychologist decided she was capable of making that decision, then by all means, I think that that's what it is. It's unfortunate. It's fucked up. I think he's a fucked up morally person, but I don't think he should go to jail. You understand what I'm saying? Because he was within his legal rights to do what he did. So even when it comes to that whole R. Kelly shenanigans, American Airlines, when it comes to that whole R. Kelly shenanigans, the, the ones that were adults, you're, you're dumbass, you shouldn't have been that stupid, your parents should have raised you better, your father should have been that But the ones, so we are in agreement. Under, the ones that was underage, That's- I think he should go to jail and get fucked every day for what he did to them little girls. In his own ass, I don't know against you- his own will. Do you know that now in jails that they protect the um, pedophilia people? They protect them that if you attack them, that is considered a hate crime and you get the same charges as a hate crime. Remember, that's the thing that the Nigerians was ducking. I hear, I hear, what, I hear what you're saying, but we're dealing with hard criminals. A lot of them got life anyway. They're not going to So I hope them lifers fuck the shit out of them every day. Make them <laughs> let them see how it feels. Let them see how it feels to be abused. <laughs> <laughs> that's really what happens. That's the I left right there and play game over. They're gonna concern themselves with that. They gonna concern themselves with getting some R. Kelly boots. They wanna hear I don't see the world. They gonna make them sing that with a little puppy cry. You know? Oh, that's the devil. Love you, Ty. Love you too. Love you, D. Safe trip, aunt. Huh? Thanks for being on the podcast. That was great. We got her. Did she just came to the show? Did she know she was on the podcast? Yeah. She did good. That was great. She just came on set of opinions. I respected it. Kind of, I ain't mad at her. But I do feel like people, I, I just I just can't allow the government to decide for me what is the age of consent and not. I feel like my age of consent is, is it does, I really don't, I, I think that a person should at least be of, when you, when you consent to have sex, I don't know. It's just weird for me. I don't know. No, children can be manipulated. That's the thing. Children can be manipulated into consenting anything. Children. When can do be you? What age? No. All right. So forget the government, though, because what age do you honestly, from you, your own opinion? Is I guess I don't know if this is hypothetical or real for you, but you just would be a, if you don't have an answer or not. But what age do you feel like you were old enough to consent honestly? Percent. You yourself. Me. Yeah. You. Um. Well. What age do I feel like I could have not been manipulated by someone older than me? Yes. I'd probably say about 15, 16. Okay. All right. That's I'm not saying it's, it's not a right like if a female, if a female had told me, you know, all right, you in your case, in your case, you wound up having your first child at 16 years old, which you we've spoken, you know, in private conversations, where you feel yeah. to a degree you was manipulated. Maybe not to, to the fullest extent, but to some level, 
you feel like you was taken advantage of into being and put in a situation where you didn't quite want everything that that was that came with that agreement by someone older than you. Yeah. And you were 16 years old. Yeah. They had a, they had a, they had an agenda that I they was 15 wanted. When I met him. You was 15 when you met her. You had they had a whole agenda that they were they was so it wasn't like I was 16 the whole time. You wasn't ready. You wasn't quite ready for a whole family that they was trying to build. Yeah. And they, still, they had a whole plan. If you was the type to just follow along, follow the leader, you'd have still been there, just doing doing any and everything that they told you to do. If you was a different type of dude, yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you was the type of dude, like you know what, I'm just sit sit still, do exactly what she say. And you know, she tell me to clean the dishes. I'm gonna clean the dishes. She tell me to go to school. I'm gonna go to school. She tell me to go do this. But you was rebellious. But if you wasn't, that the the, the, the between the sex she was giving you on on whenever you wanted it, she was willing to take care of you financially to a degree. I would even say I don't know. I I might be wrong. To a degree, I felt like. You know, she was controlling you. Because anytime she got would, a, you you didn't want to do something, she could kick you out. Knew you didn't have nowhere to go. I mean, it didn't was take definitely... you back in. She was controlling you with at one point in your relationship, I felt like she was controlling you when we was in Newburgh. Anytime you y'all get into it, she would kick you out, you come stay at my place. And then you had to make up with the situation. You wanted to still try. You wanted to be there for your kids. Yeah, I think that was that was the biggest control she had in me at any point, really. When I really felt that, because at one point I felt like the only. I think that I don't know. I can't say everybody feels that, but I think at one time I felt like that the only way to be a successful father for my kids was with her. You know what I mean? That that failure was based upon us being together. You know what I mean? Well, if you was you mean, okay. being apart, if y'all was apart, you was gonna fail. Yeah, automatically, it wasn't gonna work. Yeah, I think there was a lot of manipulation and control in that situation. And you was 15, 16, around the same age as these girls. Yeah, but I'm willing to take responsibility for the decisions I made. I'm, of course, you can't blame anybody because your family was begging you to stay to, to stay home and do the right thing. But there a lot of things. What'd you say? What I'm trying to say. Let's let's you know, you think those people family well, these wasn't girls, these girls is the, the girls that came out in the interview saying their parents was trying to was all living for the bread. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. BMW, right? Mm-hmm. Can we talk about her? Uh huh, I'm listening. Can we talk? I'm asking you, can we talk about her? Yeah, you can talk. Yeah, just keep the name BMW, yeah. <laughs> BMW. We all rode that car, right? Uh, I guess. What do you mean? Talk to me. I was lying to y'all. I really wasn't riding the car. I was I would go in the room and be pretending and would just be tell, sitting there talking with her. You did a fitting where you could get in with us one time. No front. I tried it once, but uh, you know, for one, for one, it don't lie. Because I know you did a fitting where you can get in. I seen I, you in the fitting. I tried it once, but it, it, I never. 
Huh? Not not one of them times with any of them I ever got to the happy ending. I feel you. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I never I didn't have a happy ending until my first kid's mother. So you, Look at you. Huh? Because I need the computer to go. But yeah, I feel you no happy ending to your kid's mother, you said. Yeah, so technically I wasn't a I wasn't um you know a virgin. But I had never had a happy ending all that time. I get what you're saying. It wasn't, it wasn't never, you wasn't really comfortable. Yada, yada, it didn't really work for you. I realized that for me, it takes more than physical. It has to be an actual mental connection. If I don't have a mental connection, I can't have an happy ending. I can't just go out and buy um, someone off the street and have a happy ending. I, I, if I'm not mentally connected to them, I'm not, I can't. Yeah. I could sit there do trying and trying and trying and that's what I realized with them was that I wasn't having happy endings and y'all would be like, dang, it's taking them so long. So then after some point I just stopped trying and I would just be like, um, we'd be in there just chilling. And I wouldn't do it anymore because it was a waste of time. Sometimes yeah, I know you did try to down a couple of times, but the long story short is let me ask you a question. When we met when we met BMW, she that was, was about all your manipulation. You convinced me. <laughs> so you got you got the me too people coming to get you. We was I was a kid though. <laughs> you was six. I was listen, I was I was I was within the legal age to be doing what I was doing. You were sixteen. You was in high school. She was in junior high. She was in the same age range as me, not you. She was thirteen. You were sixteen. Some people might look frowned upon that. That's three years. It's four years in New York. It's four years in New York. I already know the law. <laughs> We're good. We're good. Now, Rob, he could go to jail. Oh, of course. He, shoot, he tried to wife one, remember? He's the real Robert Kelly. He's the real... <laughs> uh, yeah. Young, we didn't even know it until now we grown. We really look back on it. you like, oh, shoot. The whole time we was rocking with a petty. But was he? But I feel that's why I think maybe it's hard because I feel like that's what now I'm going to get to the question. Now, when we got her, she was around 13. When we got the yard, he's around 13, right? He's 11 years older than me. He's 11 years older than you. We're saying mm -hmm. she was your age. You might have been 14. Well, you know what I mean? And I was 16 or 15 at the time. And. Mm -hmm. Like he was 13 if I was 15, so she might have, it was either way. So, but if after what we had did with her, right? Mm -hmm. She goes to R. Kelly concert and she meets R. Kelly and she does that with R. Kelly. She gets nasty with R. Kelly. You feel like R. Kelly raped her? Remember later her? Yes. Woo! <laughs> What's wrong with the long <laughs> Even though she she's experienced experience experience it's statutory. It's statutory. I'm just saying, cuz, cuz, cuz. You said she was experienced. Experienced. 
That's what you said. What the? You call what she did experience? Yes. Son. This woman, this woman could be right now, have a beautiful house, two beautiful children, a beautiful husband, living her life, happy. <laughs> a virtuous woman today. Virtuous. Yeah, she did that in her younger years. Why? So she can she can never be um, redeemed. Oh my god, you're crazy. <laughs> Why am I crazy? So someone does something, has an experience when they're young, and then they can't change. You don't believe people can change? I'm not going to say people can't change and people can't have experiences. I'm not even saying that. What I'm saying is, for you to for you to you say you know what experience is when you're, when you're that age. Sexual experiences. You have all these double standards. You have a lot of double standards. You don't know that, but you do. Because if that's the case, you've had a lot of experiences and that same push could be pushed on you. And what? What's the question? Ask it. What, whatever you consider her, you can be considered yourself. No, because I'm not. I'm a man. She's a woman. It's different things. What do you? What's the difference? The the, the word, the idea, what we the, the life we live, what we can do, what we can't, the way our bodies are shaped. Why? Why? Who said that? The creator. Where? Where is that written? It doesn't have to be written. It's obvious. It's visible. There's nobody. Only a man created that. Only a man made that up in his head. There's nothing that says that they're, oh, you know, she has to be different than him. I say this to you right now, that a man is different from a woman, okay? Okay. There are things that a man possesses and strengths that a man possesses and powers that a man possesses in a position that a man possessed that a woman doesn't possess. It has been like that since the beginning of time. It's natural law. It's funny that you have so much respect for the law of man, but then you question natural law. Man is naturally different from a woman, like a a woman is naturally different from a man. This is obvious. It's not even complicated. You, You have more respect for race than you do the idea of sex Listen to the word. That's crazy. You sound sexist. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. You don't want to be sexist. But it's okay, to, but it's okay to have a racial undertone. That's okay. It's okay. What you consider a racial undertone is not what no one considers a racial undertone. <laughs> <laughs> But what you consider me being sexist is what everybody considers sexist. Exactly. <laughs> that is exactly the definition. That's exactly the point you were trying to make. <laughs> it is exactly the definition written down. <laughs> I know what world you live in, Mo. You live in a world where you believe you create your own words. Or your own meanings for things. No, I don't. And then, then you try to get other people to join, to jo- join, to jacket. I ain't jacking it. 
I'm gonna pull up the definition every time and read it to you. What's the definition of what of what word? Racism, sexism, whatever. All right, now I'm not. I never Less said I wasn't. Tension. I never said I wasn't displaying any sexist behavior. But what I was trying to say is this: that when a person like that's natural law, man is different from woman. They, all right, so that's your question. So men and women are equal? In my book, yeah. Men and women are So who should hold the door when a woman comes to the door? Who should hold the door? Whoever's at the door. Oh, so there's no... So chivalry is dead? In my book. Meaning, if I'm on my way to the door, she's there first. She should hold it. Chivalry is dead. I'll hold it. So Chevrolet is dead. Yeah, we help each other. And I'm the one that's wrong, and I'm the one that's disrespecting the women. See that though? You hear that? You think women don't want chivalry? You cr- <laughs> Yo. Tell me this. Do you jump out of your driver's seat and run over to the passenger side and open the door for your lady? I have. When? Numerous times. Are you lying? No. Yes, you're lying. What do you mean? I know you. No, you don't. Because I know you. I know you and I know you're lying. When there's a puddle and y'all walking down the city block, do you take off your jacket and let her step in the step on your <laughs> step on your jacket? <laughs> yes. So she don't get the, the puddle water on her feet? Yes. Have you ever done that? Yes, I have. No, you're lying. Not that only that. Another lie. When it's cold, the other night we went somewhere and it was cold, right? And she she did not wear a coat for whatever reason. She wanted to be cute. And she has a coat. Took your jacket off? Took it right on. And I get mad. She already knows not to touch the door. I open the door for you. I'm, I'm, Shimmery is not dead. I teach my son. Open the door Does for you. Does she not work? Does she stay home and not work and you pay all the bills? It doesn't matter. I know people who watch huh? that and they huh? still open no, doors no, 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 no. Don't get defensive. Don't get defensive now. Don't get defensive. If you're going to be sexist, you got to be sexist all the way, brother. That's the <laughs> Staying open in the door means I should make her stay home. It's a different thing somebody working and staying yeah, home. stay home while you work and pay all the bills. You're right. So you're telling me that because Jada Pickin works, Will Smith don't open doors for her? I'm saying she can open up the door by her damn self, and I'm sure she do plenty of times. Her hands work. When he's there? Mm-hmm. So you don't think Will Smith practiced Henry with his wife? I'm sure he practiced some level of it, but I'm sure he allows her to do some things on her own, too. We, I wish we can get a woman on here right now because women love chivalry. Yeah. They love well, it. Women love one sided relationships too. <laughs> they do, right? All right, so if it's the grocery bags, who should carry, who should carry the groceries? Everybody? Everybody. Who takes the garbage out? Whoever. 
<laughs> Whoever said. <laughs> who cook? Who cooks? Whoever's hungry. Whoever's hungry. <laughs> yeah, cook for each other. It's Is it expected? Is it that? What is it? Some days she cooks, some days I cook. Some days we eat out. Okay. Y'all living your best life. I ain't even mad at you. To me, it should be a partnership. So when y'all get to the restaurant, whoever makes it to the door first. Now, does she hold the door for you? Ever or yeah. or who, so whoever gets the door is the person who holds the door for the other person. Whoever gets there first, they hold it for the other person, or they just walk in themselves. Yeah, hold it for the other person. Yeah, all right. If she two two or three more strides ahead of me, maybe I was answering a text message or something. Oh. And I look down at my phone. She got a few more strides ahead of me. If she just walked in. You know what I just thought about? I wonder if before, if women were taught to walk a couple of, you know, even beside or and don't. Uh-huh. Yeah. Probably. So then that wouldn't even make, because then it would always put you in a position where, you know what I mean? Yeah. She's always getting, she's always getting the door held for her. <laughs> she's not running in front of you. Let me get, let me get well, there was a lot of things that was taught back in the day. Now nah, you get what I'm. Now nah, you get what I mean, though. Like, uh-huh. You right though. It's been doing. You gotta run a taste of that. Hold on, let me get the door for you, baby. <laughs> you like yo? You right there? Open the door. If you that hurry, if you that much in a hurry to get in there, <laughs> you running by me and shit. Don't get that's the door away from me. Just go the fuck in now. <laughs> she was, you know, she was here waiting at the door. Hey. I bet back in the day, you just had to open the car door because she wouldn't get out. She was just sitting there. Yeah, I know. Did she get out the car? She said, nah. <laughs> Waiting for me. Dudes would have to put their feet on, put their jacket over the damn puddle because she would just stand there at the puddle staring at <laughs> Like, you don't know what to do? I mean, I, I still practice levels of sherry. I walk on the outside. I open doors, um, hold them. I carry bags. I like to take the garbage out. I think that, yeah, I think that, I don't mind taking the garbage out by being a being a designated garbage taker out. No, you just said no. You just said. look, like I said, I don't mind being it. Let me finish. I said I don't mind being a designated garbage taker outer. 
but you better be the designated something else in that. <laughs> Preach. Since we designated shit. <laughs> <laughs> Since we got designations. Since we do I don't touch garbage. Since we do I don't clean bathrooms. Since we doing designations around here. <laughs> Let's get the designation. Say some shit like I don't take out trash. Oh, I don't clean bathrooms. Let's get the designator. Yeah, then you the designated bathroom cleaner. <laughs> you designated. <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like the clean bathrooms like that. I mean, I'll do it, but can I just be the designated dishwasher? <laughs> yes, if that's how you want to do it, we're going to do it where that shit is fair. That's how I'm going to do it. Shit's going to be fair. Every, all across the board. So, so then ain't this shit like that then? So, so, so what if she can find something equivalent to her opening the door? What could she do for you that will be equivalent to you opening every door? She always bring you your plate of food? Yeah, like if we had family places or something, yeah, like we had her family's house or we had Thanksgiving dinner, she always makes my plate. Yeah, that can be equipped. So you, you now, every way I go, you make sure you open the door for her? Of course, yeah. If she's doing something that's extra, then I go out my way to do something extra to pay her back. So y'all basically gotta sit down and make a contract before y'all get. <laughs> it's not even a contract. It's an unconscious thing where she's doing extra stuff, and I'm gonna consciously think like, "Hold up, she is doing a little bit lot for me. Let me go out my way to do something for her." It's the same situation with me and Ashley. Like she show love in a major way sometimes. You know what I mean? She'll buy me something this, buy me this, or buy me that, and where I'm even asking. So I'll be like, yo, so, I'm not letting no people yeah, take care of me. You know what? So you know what's crazy, though? I guess I'm just hating because I need more of that type of love. Because you're like, she buy me this, she buy me that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dang, she buying a lot of shit. Like, you know, I gotta go buy her a bag and go buy her a watch, something real, something expensive that she wouldn't have got, got for herself to balance the scales. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She'll be like, yo, I, I, I thought, you know, like yesterday she bought me something. I'm like, oh, man, damn. Okay. Well, I was like, I was planning to spend my own money. No, 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 I got it. I got it. You know, and I'm trying to be better because normally in the past I'd be like, nah, I got it. And I'd be, you know, I'd be real argumentative about me taking care of buying my own stuff. So now, you know, I'm trying to allow her to show love the way she likes to show love. Which is through her purchase yeah, so I will, uh, I'm a reciprocated in my own way, though. Yeah. I'm a reciprocated another way. Yeah. But it will be reciprocated, you know? As long as there's some reciprocation, then they, it ain't got to be no precipitation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then you got to get a little bit of dissertation. Then you could do a dissertation. No, no, no. Uh, and then it never, invo- never nobody feeling left in, like there was manipulation. <laughs> nah, cause you don't want that. Cause that could turn into a situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, because before you know it, you think you're watching one show, channel switch, <laughs> it's on a different station. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mind all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Needed meditation. <laughs> After that, if that don't work, you already know what the doctor gonna tell you. Need some medication. <laughs> I just, I just gave my opinion. I'm a gangster. I'm so Tyrell just gave his opinion. He a gangster. This is a gangster service announcement. We gave y'all a whole hour and four minutes. We're going to end this one for y'all. But thanks for tuning in. I'm so Tyrell and me. We're about to be doing a show called That's What's Up. So look out for that. That's going to be filmed and have a, 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 a audio podcast with it too. So we're going to be starting that probably a little bit around next year. Also, because my cousin's about to go join the military, salute to the to the military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Military. Oosh. That's the side I do. Oosh. Hoorah. Oosh. 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 Yeah, I got it down. Like you know. Oosh. Hoorah. But okay. Usa, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Usa. I'm there. Yeah, so. Huh? No. <laughs> Follow me on all social media networks. That's I'm at So Tyrell. I'm your favorite. I know you know who I am. Because I'm your favorite cousin from my auntie. You don't even know you had. I'm 34 and a half. And this is a gangster service announcement. GSA. The G code today was five. That's power and refinement. Um, do you have any words on power refinement before we leave, cuz? Power and refinement. Mm. Today we talked about the power of refinement too, so I'll give you even deeper because you know it's it's, it's it's different um variations of the you know what I mean of the of the thing in the word each number, but it was five and it's power and refinement. But today we're gonna talk we focused on the power of refinement. Refinement, the process of removing impurities or unwanted elements from substance. Purification. Hmm. Cleansing. And the power of that. And yeah, I would agree that there's a lot of power in getting yourself in line. You know, it's a new year, making sure you clean up clean up your situation you wondering a lot of people wonder in this world wondering why they um attracting bad people bad elements and they keep finding themselves in unwanted situations that's because they haven't cleaned up their situation they haven't cleansed their situation sometimes you got to clean yourself with people places and things you know um so i would say everybody should go on the cleanse Go on a cleanse. Go ahead and detox your body. Detoxify yourself and detoxify yourself from people, places, and things that's not that's not putting you in a place where you want to go. You know, you you still trying to hang out with Peanut and Peanut is out here trying to be in these streets. You know, you, you're not trying to be in these streets no more. You done went and did your bid, did your time and you trying to work, trying to be a family man. Then you and Peanut can't be in the same. You got to detox him out of your system. You know, see him when you see him on Facebook, like liking comments. That's it. Keep it moving. But he can't come over your house and hang out no more because Peanut ready to go put in work. Whatever work he put in may follow him to your place where you stay. 
it's the same thing with your body you know when you out here cleansing your body and trying to trying to get yourself to a better situation you eating unpure and unhealthy foods and you got to clean and get that out because those foods will actually help you put more negative things inside your body they actually cause you to be more hungry they cause you to crave the more foods more of those foods that you're not supposed to have like sugar sugar makes you crave more sugar believe it or not so it makes you continuously want it you're coming to a cycle so detoxifying and cleansing that out of your system you'll no longer be needing it you no longer have to have it power of refinement what you think about that bro that was great i don't i know i know you i know you just recently did subscribe to my youtube like i want everybody else to do that's hashtag easy sex jokes on youtube but um, I don't know if you watched the GSAA for the day. Maybe I know you had a busy morning. I had to take Auntie to the airport and all of that. But uh, when you watch it, you basically just, it was crazy. That's what I love about, even though you said it in your own way, you basically just echoed everything I said. You get what I'm trying to say? Oh, wow. <laughs> so you, you said it, you said it exact. you know what I mean? When you watch the video, you're going to get what I'm saying. You know what I mean? You're like, I mean, I know you already believe me, but you get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. You'll get a better understanding like, oh, shit, I didn't really say that. I said, this, you know, you know, um, talking about you gang gang, you know, be, you know, what are they doing for you? Um, I was watching the thing about Casanova two times when he had said this thing about, I don't know if you've seen the video, you know who Casanova two times is? Yeah, from New York. He's a rapper or whatever. He did a thing where he said he, he don't got no more friends or he got his business partners. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and I was like, what is that? What is he doing right there? He is showing refinement. He's saying, I'm taking all the people out of my life that is useless. <laughs> mm-hmm. And all I want people to say is that I can build with, that I can create with, that I can become greater with. Mm-hmm. And that's the way we all need to be looking at our lives because when you, like you said, what's your friends? Who is your friends? What that means to be a friend? Anybody can say you're their friend, but are they really supporting your dreams and your hopes? Do you even have any dreams and hopes to be supported? Mm-hmm. So it's like, and if you don't, Find somebody that do and help them support theirs. Let's be realistic. Some people don't have no dreams. That's the problem. Some people don't have no dream. But instead of going and finding somebody that has a dream and putting in support in that person, they'll just sit around and just watch the person fail and then wonder why everybody else make it. Do you know why other people make it? Because people support that person. Everybody's not, you look at, the, everybody's not supposed to be the chief. Some people supposed to be the Indian. Look at look at the baby. Look at the baby. He's from Charlotte. Everybody, nobody can make it as a rep from Charlotte. He made it. You know why he signed the Interscope right now? I was just in the club with that nigga last year, on stage with him. I got the footage. I'm not, and I'm not. I'm saying that to say that he was he was on his come up. He did it. Now he's got a big. Album release. He's on fucking Power One. He's talking to DJ Envy and fucking Charlemagne the God. And nobody in Charlotte shared it on Facebook. Not one person. All these Charlotte people on my timeline. And that's no disrespect to the people that really love the city. That's my whole point. But you're supposed to be sharing the shit. Well, that was a look for y'all. Well, I think that was that, a look. I mean, I think I understand what you where you going with it. But you gotta put you gotta put positivity out to get positivity to reap positivity it's the same thing with um like 
old boys that we know, partisan from New York. He had he had people showing it, sharing this shit. He has a big following. He has all these people showing spreading love and you know, for him. Why? What's the difference? They both got signed to big labels and they both from from smaller towns or whatever, right? But why does partisan have way more love with people showing him love and, and making a good look for his for his city for Newburgh versus to the big? Partisan didn't get on. Partisan didn't get on with his whole claim to fame is from shooting somebody. That wasn't Baby's first claim to fame, really. You know his first claim to fame was what? Wearing a baby diaper. Nah, nah. His he had been the baby had been around for a while. He had been around for a while. After he shot dude, now he got all his starters. He was in the paper. If you go look him up, the baby rapper from Charlotte, that what comes up is how he shot that dude in Walmart. And then he puts it, if you really, I know, you, I'm not sure if you listen to his music, he talks about it in every song, even the songs that got nothing to do with it. The song, The Babysitter, he's still talking about how he shot that dude. You're riding on someone's murder that you supposedly had to, had to defend yourself you shouldn't be riding on that. That's that not. Be he became. He be first. He first became on people's radar, not for that gunshot. He first became on the radar with a diaper. He wore a diaper to Southwest by West. Go back and do the research on him. I'm telling you, his first big story is that. That's his first national story. He might have had a story, but he started getting. The, he didn't get the deal until recently. Yeah, yeah. no, I understand what you're saying. That did elevate his level of fame. No, I'm not denying. I please. I don't want to think. I'm just debating the debate. I'm not. I'm not. Please. I, I agree with you 100 percent that that did elevate his fame. The the, the murder, and I do agree also and with your sentiment of that's on iTunes right now. The four songs. I also agree. Yo, each song listen. Is talking about killing that guy. You the deacon preaching to the to the preacher. Even though I like one of his songs, I like Young Sugar. I like that song, and I like his little rap style that he does. I'm not a hater. Anyway, I like you know I like different type of music or whatever, dis- but I, I do don't dislike him. I'm just saying he's he he's using negativity. Oh no no, I don't understand you wrong. I'm not saying you completely wrong or right, but I'm saying that the, I'm just telling you had to bury their son. Not only did these people have to bury their son, they got to hear a song about it every day. Don't listen to little baby if your son beef with little baby and got killed in Walmart by him. That sounds crazy. You shouldn't be if even if he wasn't rapping about it's your son. The radio. It's Don't listen radio. to the radio when his song comes on. Even if he wasn't radio. rapping about, let me tell you right now. Wait, Paul, I'll have it. I'll play game over. You can say what you want. But even if Little Baby wasn't rapping about the murder anymore, even if he wasn't rapping about it, they wouldn't want to hear a Little Baby song after he killed their son. No matter what he's rapping about. They shouldn't, but that boy probably got cut. Let's just attribute. Let's just shoot the tribute. Cut. Even then, I don't want to hear the shit. Look, you in the club. You can, you got to. You, you, all right, I got shot and killed by somebody, right? You in the club, they play the nigga song. Yeah, I shot and killed that nigga. I'm so tired, real motherfucker. Shot his ass and the nigga going hell. You you can't go to a club. You can't go turn on the radio. You can't go nowhere without hearing this same nigga talking about how he killed. You don't think that might put you in a situation where you like, I see that nigga, I might burn him. <laughs> you know, then I love you that go to New York. Then you go to New York. And you're still talking about that gangster shit on 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 uh, the Breakfast Club. 
you still portraying this gangster image that you're not. When when you really when you really get look yourself in the mirror, you know you're not. You was a licensed gun owner, which says that you don't have no motherfucking criminal record. <coughs> and was smart to get a license for a gun. That's all it means. He was smart to get his license, so he ain't lose his license or nothing. He's good to exactly, go. Exactly. Exactly. Well, it says that you're not out here putting no work in these streets. And anybody, and anybody well, that really know, I'm talking about people that really know him. That call him John John. Say he ain't never been in the streets. Never. When nigga said you've been out here in Charlotte, you was out here in Charlotte at one point in time, running around trying to put in work. Have you ever ran into him? No, right? When you was up in the in the, in certain spots that you probably can't name, you had never ran into him. And there's a reason for that. So stop portraying that. Portray that you are an artist and you had to defend yourself. You're a man, but you had to defend yourself. But you ain't out here putting in no work. Stop doing that because you go to places like New York and you go to places like, you know, California, and them people gonna wanna see exactly what you really about. Or Louisiana, you're gonna be looking like cooked food. You're gonna be looking like somebody like, oh, word? <laughs> this nigga think he gangster? Let's see how much he really how really gangster. So you saying that it's not gangster to be a licensed gun owner? That's not gangster? No, that's not gangster. That's I am a man trying to defend myself. I'm not a gangster. I'm just trying to defend myself and keep my keep myself alive. That's what that is. And that's what I am. I'm a licensed gun owner. And if I'm put in a situation where I have to defend myself, I'll be so sorry that I had to take that man's life and I will let it go. And I wouldn't be out here to displaying it, talking about it, just shouting it out on every damn song, you know, trying to live off of it. I would I'd be like unfortunately I had to lay one of my brothers out and I wish I did but it was he put me in a situation where it was me versus him and I'm glad that I'm able to go home and I came out victorious what would you pay for his funeral and all of that if I had it if I had it I would throw something to the parents I would throw something to the parents and his family and say look he came he tried to hurt me I had to do what I had to do and I apologize I just want to give you my, you know, this little token or something towards it. Towards you know, I got about five stacks to help with the funeral or whatever. If I got it, that's a real G right there. That's when you a real good dude right there. Cause you, I didn't that's go out my right? way. I didn't go out my way to hurt this man. He came and tried to attack me in the Walmart. I did. That I wasn't did. gangster. That didn't sound gangster to you. That didn't sound gangster when you were saying it. <laughs> Well, when I say a real G, I don't even mean gangster. I mean like a real grown ass man. I mean like a real grown ass oh, man. man that love his people. Your definition of gangsters is different. Well, I'm, when you say gangster, I think of, you know, organized crime. And they was very respectful. They had paid for the funeral type of shit. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I would be very respectful. I wouldn't be out here, you know, just trying to live off of it. Even Gucci, even Gucci didn't do a whole lot of talking when he burned that dude. Take care of niggas' families. They was really doing it. They ain't even like we took your dad out. You won't be without a father. My boy, look, my boy was just saying he was at the White House when uh, 
baby was at the White House. He was there. He went to see him perform. He said he left out early and ran around the back because he wanted to wanted to chop it up with the baby. The baby came out back. No private security. Nobody to help him. He was like, "Yo, if I was a if I was a goon, I could have murdered him right there." He had nobody around him. Nobody. All right. And you out here yelling and portraying this gangster shit, talking about a body that you got. Stop, because that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Someone's going to touch you. Everybody get touched at some point in time. He got, he got security now. He got something in the scope. He, he got it now. This is what I'm trying to tell you. This was, a couple, this was last week. He was just at White House. No security. White House don't pay for security. He got to pay for that. He ain't paying for it. He obviously ain't paying for it. He living off this gangster thing. He trying out here telling people. I wouldn't be out here telling this, those stories. I'd be like, nah, man. You know, I'm just a regular nigga trying to live, right? Trying to make this money. Trying to make this money. Trying to feed my family. So I guess one day, hopefully, I can even give back to my community. Leave it at that. Leave it at that. I would have way more respect for him. But I'm losing respect for him because that's what he be saying. I'm like... You putting out negativity, and then you wonder why your city ain't fucking with you all. <laughs> Man, yo, the reality is everybody, nigga, Takashi Six Nine was put out negativity. People put out negativity to be famous. That's the reality of life. And look we where that, where they get Takashi Six Nine. But New York was supporting them. And when he, he shot a video, everybody to, would turn out. To, to, uh, to, to get, yeah, and so did the baby. Baby was doing shows and he packed them. You know what I mean? He still got, he still getting support now. I ain't saying he getting none. I'm just saying niggas ain't making Oh, no, I was, I seen him at, when I seen him at Couture last year, like what I said when I was working at Couture, they was singing all his songs already. I yeah, knew he was yeah. going to make it. Yeah, that's what I'm not, I'm not saying he not getting none. I'm saying he getting, he getting the support and shit. I'm just saying people ain't making him the focal point of they motherfucking they fucking life because at the end of the day he killed somebody who probably lived right here that they know and he's talking about it over and over the song is called the babysitter it's not called I killed the nigga come on don't make that your focus I I gotta hear I'm about to listen to the album I gotta listen to it I was gonna listen to it today I didn't hear it yet Check it out. I'm about to go ahead and lay it down. I got to work tonight. So I'm about to go to sleep. All right, bless, man. All right. One.